You're listening to the I Don't Know Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your host, Annika, and this is episode number 37, Be a Safe Place for Yourself. Hello, everyone. Karen and Annika here for another fun episode where we ask Karen stuff. (laughs) Okay, so all honesty, this is the third time we've recorded this because we accidentally put our phones on the carpet and it was very muffled last time. Someone decided to do that. No, it was me. It was me. We're both guilty. So anyway, but, but good for you, listeners, because we have this one down. We have this. We really know what we want to say. (laughs) It has been perfected. Yeah. Okay. Except when we're talking, of course, we're just going to say things that we've never said before because this (laughs) happens every time. And then I'm like, hmm, why didn't we say that last time? (laughs) So we wanted to talk about how to be a safe place for yourself. This is something that I've been learning a lot about recently. Um, Mom, you have some really good stuff on this that you've kind of helped me with. You've kind of taught me. Um, so I really wanted to take it to the podcast and talk about it. Uh, I guess I'll just talk about, like, I'll just say my idea of why it's important to be a safe place for yourself. Okay. When we talk about being a safe place, physical safety, obviously important, but also I think we're talking more about like emotional safety, just feeling good with yourself. Um, I think it's important to feel safe with yourself because if you don't feel safe with yourself, you're not going to feel safe with anyone else or anything else. I feel like it creates manuals in people because you're not safe with yourself. So you need it from them and you need them to give you and do certain things. Yeah. And when Annika says manual, she means like expectations of what other people should do for us. Yep. So, and I think, yeah, I think, I think that's the main reason why it's so important to learn how to make you a safe place. Yeah. Like, like we we're constantly seeking for safety all in our in all of our lives right like that's what we're searching for but it's really crazy to realize that you can give it to yourself yeah and it's it's funny because like I think of every one of my clients or past clients this is the key this is the key for the things that you want to stop doing this is the key for the things you want to start doing this is the key for bettering your relationships with other people I mean like this is the key yeah for everything is to learn and become a safe place for yourself. Yeah. It is really like I totally the see answer it. to all your problems. Really. Like really. I mean, addiction, um buffering, yeah, everything. It's yeah. like it's the seeking. It's the seeking the safety outside of yourself. Yeah. And and I just genuinely believe like you cannot find it out of yourself. If you can't find it in yourself or you can find outside of yourself for a second yeah. or if you're control trying to control everything, but, but like you might find it in maybe a relationship or something outside of yourself, but you'll feel it and then you'll realize I need that again and then you will control it. Yeah. And then you will start like without really realizing it, manipulating others and that's to not, help you feel safe. Right. And that's not being a safe place for yourself. And that's not being like your just genuine, authentic self that doesn't yeah. create that. I also wanted just to throw in there that it's our survival brain's goal. Safety, right? Peace, safety, like no effort, just feel good all the time. But 
its suggestions are never going to be to like seek it inside yourself, right? It's your survival brain that is like control everyone and make sure they, right? Yeah. And so it's just interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. So I guess I just wanted you to kind of go into how, how we make ourselves a safe place. Okay. So after you told me that this is what you want to talk about, I found just some good, like, like five great suggestions to start with. Yeah. Okay. And these are probably suggestions that you've seen in other places, right? Mm -hmm. They're pretty basic. But the first one is learn to talk nice to yourself or stop talking mean to yourself, right? Um, Number two is be patient with yourself like you would be with someone you loved, right? Um, Third, encourage yourself. Um, Four, treat yourself like a friend. And five was love yourself unconditionally. I love all those. I love all those suggestions. I think they're beautiful and they're true. Like those will really help you be a safe place for yourself. But sometimes they, they seem so simple, but they're actually really complicated. How do I love myself unconditionally? Yeah. It sounds if so I don't big. beat myself up, then I might do that again. Or I'm going to like, right. Yeah. Our survival brain doesn't believe in that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it, it's harder than it sounds to love yourself unconditionally. Right. Yeah. So I kind of came up with, my own deeper dive and more specific ways. Cause they're, those are all great ideas, but like, how do you even do that? How do you even start? Yeah. Where do I start with talking nice to myself? Like I'm not even aware that I'm talking to myself. I'm so used to it. How do I catch it? So here are five more, more specific ways that we can become a safe place for ourselves. Okay. Okay. So number one, and these are just great, like great places to start and it will grow. Number one, don't judge your emotions. Okay. 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 Emotions aren't wrong, right? Yeah. They're not wrong. They're information. And they make a lot of sense when you realize what you're thinking. Yeah. You know, a lot of times I'll have a client and they're like, is that, am I, what is wrong with me? Why do I feel this? I'm like, your feeling makes total sense based on what <laughs> you're thinking. Right. Like I'd be feeling the same thing if I was thinking the same thing as you are. Right. So it's very important to start with not judging your emotions and don't label yourself as your emotion. I, and I love this. Yeah. I love this idea. Yeah. Realize that your emotion is an experience. It's not who you are. Right. Like if you're not you're not an angry person, you sometimes feel anger. You're not a lazy person. Sometimes you feel lazy. Right. It's, it's your emotion and it's going with your thoughts. It's just helping you understand where you're putting your agency in your thinking. Yeah. So I think it's a really good place that kind of falls under talking nice to yourself is like a lot of people feel this and I'm feeling this because I'm thinking this, right? Like, like that's a good start of being nicer to yourself. Yeah. It's by giving yourself a break and realizing I'm not my emotions. They're coming based on what I'm thinking. So the second one, I think that is, would be a really powerful, specific place to start with your, with becoming a safer place for yourself is to practice meditation. And Annika and I, we plug, we plug meditation 24 (laughs) seven, but let me, let me tell you why it's because meditation helps distance you from your survival brain. Because when you meditate, you can't, your survival brain has to shut down because we're focused on something else on our, in our body like a sensation or our breath. 
So you literally like are saying, quieting your survival brain for a minute. And you're also opening up your higher brain, your real self, your authentic self and your wisdom, the things that you've learned in the past, you can now start applying instead of just falling into survival mode. Yeah. And so I think meditation is a huge part of being a safe place for yourself because you know the difference between you and your survival brain and you know how to access it. Yeah. It really just takes, that's why I love it so much is because it really just takes like your survival brain and your higher brain and just like pulls them apart. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so hard sometimes. Yeah. Because your survival brain is like, how is following your breath going to help? That is the you, number right? one thing that I think when I'm like, okay, I need to meditate right now. It's like really two minutes of being quiet. What's that going to do for you? Yeah. And it's like, oh, but when you, when you can shut down your survival brain saying that to you, mm-hmm. you have a chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if it's saying that to you, what else is it saying to you? Right. If it's just telling you that when you think you should meditate for two minutes. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, taking those first two, not judging your emotions and practicing meditation, it, for me, I, I take those two and I realize that incorporating those two into my life has helped me truly believe that everything is figure outable. That's a quote by Marie Forleo. She says, everything yeah. is figure outable. Mm-hmm. If I am able to feel and understand my emotions, I can figure out what's going on. I can figure out, is this thought even true? Right? I yeah. can figure things out. And when I practice meditation, I'm opening up my higher brain that has a lot of wisdom and can access inspiration and sees the whole picture of what I want my life to look like. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is not good for me or this is good for me. And I need to, right? I really believe that those two help you really figure out things. Yeah. And I think this just reminds me of the other day. You had me meditate with a question in my head. And that was so powerful because it's like you think of a question, let it go, meditate. And it's like, it's kind of like you're, Having you your asking higher your brain, brain something. This is what's so great. This is how I'm going to describe that. Okay. You're asking your, like, I like to take questions to meditation like this. What, and people would say, some people might say, why would you take a question when we're trying to shut down our brain? We're trying to shut down our survival brain yeah. about the question. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll go to, a, like, go to meditate and I'll ask myself, what should I focus on today? This is just a dumb example. Okay. okay? What should I focus on today? And I'll ask my brain, but then I'm going to shut my brain down. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to shut my survival brain down Mm -hmm. and I go to my body and I start meditating. And, and if any, you know, if you've meditated, you know that your brain will drift, right? You can't stay focused on your breath. Your brain will try to drift and then you're going to pull it back. But when it drifts, guess what? It's drifting to that question. It's drifting to your right side and it will most likely have answers for you. It's really crazy. That, that comes really from crazy. your values and your wisdom. And because our, sh- our, our survival brain is shut down. And yeah. we know that you know, science has shown when you are focused on a sensation, that's your right brain. That, that awakens your right brain, right? That's where all of that is. Okay, so number three, be honest with yourself. I love this one. And I think it's really, really powerful. Because when you can be honest with yourself... And admit when you've made a mistake. That is a really good first step in creating unconditional love with yourself, right? Like I'm going to acknowledge that I'm a human and I made this mistake and how can I best fix it or learn from it or apply it? 
and showing yourself that we're not scared of our mistakes. We're going to, we know what to do with them. Right. And so that's unconditional. Yeah. That's unconditional to do that. Like that means I love you. You made a mistake and I still love you. And we don't have to like lie to ourselves. Right. To keep the love there. Right. We don't have to tell ourselves, oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of what I mean about, like, you know, the first five suggestions. Love yourself unconditionally. Well, oh, my gosh. Like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Working on it. (laughs) It's like, okay. But this would be a great step is start being more honest with yourself. And it will lead to unconditional love. Because you won't be scared to, you won't have to hide from yourself. Yeah. And And it's like, don't worry. I love you. Your worth never changes. Mm-hmm. You're totally lovable no matter if you make a mistake or you or you don't. Yeah. And we put so much value on other people's opinions, other people's, like, thoughts. If another person loves you, if another person, is like, forgives you, that means so much. But, like, that you're also a person, too. You know what I mean? So you forgiving yourself, you loving yourself has the same impact as somebody else doing that. Mm-hmm. it really does. Like it's mm-hmm. the same value as someone else doing it. So it's like, gosh, you forgive people. All the, and we've talked about this idea before, but you forgive people all the time. Why aren't you forgiving yourself? Yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. We're letting things go that other mistakes that other people make. Yeah. Yeah. And being in denial and not being honest with yourself is a sure way to get stuck mm-hmm. and a sure way to have to go out and find safety somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. Number four, keep, your promises that you make to yourself. Love this one, right? Keep your promise. I think this kind of goes with the, the, the first set of treat yourself like a friend. Keep your promises to yourself like you would your, your friends, your coworkers. Like the people you right? love. Like people that you want them to think that you're responsible and that you can be dependent on. Now just give that to you. Mm-hmm. And you will feel so safe with yourself. If you promise yourself, okay, we're getting up earlier tomorrow and we're going to go for a walk before work, keep the promise, keep yeah. the promise and show yourself that, that you're as important as someone else. Yeah. And the confidence that grows. Yes. And I, this is exactly that. where I love right? it. Right. Like this is how you would build confidence with yourself. It's like one of the formula, the formulas to confidence I'd say uh, absolutely. Is, is literally just keeping promises with yourself. Cause absolutely. you're also showing yourself like I was saying earlier, that you're the same worth as another person. Like if somebody was to text you and depend on you to show up for a walk, you'd be way more likely to show up and for a walk. And when you're showing yourself that you are worthy as other people, mm-hmm. guess what? You're safe. Yep. Really good. Is there some, is, do you have, do you have anything of a promise that you recently try to keep to yourself? I mean, like I'll make goals throughout mm-hmm. the week, you know, like Two weeks ago, I was like, okay, before work, I have to wake up 5 a.m. You're doing yoga before work. And I was like, let's just try it out this week and see how it goes. And I did it every day that week. And it was, like, so hard. And I was like, I felt so good that I did it. Am I still doing it? No. But I only said a week. So. (laughs) We kept the promise. So we did. Exactly to the week. (laughs) Did we go over that week? No, we did not. But I just think. And. The confidence I had that week was higher than the confidence I'm having not keeping a promise to myself yeah. this week. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's there, like a, it's it's a power. Yeah. It's a power yeah. that's created. For sure. And I think this falls into like people who want to stop doing things, right? Like mm-hmm. overeating. Once you learn 
to like keep your promises to yourself, your confidence starts growing. You start trusting you trust whatever yourself. process you're in, whatever plan you're in, whatever protocol you're in. Like learning to trust yourself is a big part of it. Yeah. So I love that. And then the last one is don't compare yourself to others. And I think this kind of is a great specific way again to feel safe with yourself because guess what comparing yourself to others is exactly the opposite of being safe with yourself that's exactly opposite so it's a sure way to not be safe with yourself (laughs) yeah it's a sure way to break that bond you're creating with yourself absolutely it's like that is exactly you turning on yourself and you know i just i just notice when i'm in that comparison mindset there is no room for me to see the good in myself or who I even actually am because I'm just seeing who I'm not. Absolutely. And it's like it, I lose every sense of who I am as a person when I start comparing. And the things that you love about yourself, yeah. gone. Gone. Like, like that. Gone. gone. Seriously. Yeah, and then it takes a lot of work to access it again. Yeah. So it is a really great way to not be a safe place for yourself, and it's a sure way of getting stuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So. I, and I love that one. I think I think yeah. all of those are very powerful. And I think, I just like how you went a little deeper, and you gave a little bit more specifics. So it's like, it's something that I can take and be like, okay. I need to just focus on this right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try to keep my promises I make to myself. Or I'm going to try to stop when I see myself comparing. I'm just going to try to stop. It's like these little tiny things that make the biggest difference, you know? Yeah. And and that's a lot, right? We gave five really specific things. What I would love for for everyone is to pick one and work on that for a month. Yeah. And just start, like this kind of goes back to our, our don't beat yourself up episode mm-hmm. where we talked about that safety net that makes life less risky when I know that no matter what goal I'm, I'm reaching for or, or just moving forward in life or whatever, I know that the furthest I can fall is my own safety. Yeah. And that's that net, right? My own self-worth is always intact intact yeah so this is how we weave that net yeah these five things are ways to start creating that safe net for yourself and as you do this you are going to want to take more risks you're going to want you're going to be more able to make decisions easily things will be more clear Mm -hmm. um and you'll have better relationships you will realize that you don't need everyone to provide your emotional needs that you are safe, that when someone that you love isn't able to deliver maybe something that they normally deliver to you, which is maybe compliments or attention, and maybe they have something going on and they aren't able to deliver, this is where that really comes in handy. I like to tell my clients kind of the analogy of in our relationships when other people are giving you attention, right, and like... um love and compliments, whatever it is that, Mm -hmm. that we're seeking in our relationships, that that is like, it's like dessert, right? Like it's cake. It's, it's fun and yummy and we love it. But sometimes they might have a circumstance where they're not able to provide that, right? They might, there might be a day where they aren't able to bake your cake. Mm -hmm. And that's like, this is my analogy is like, I 
sometimes forget that I know how to bake. That I actually bake really yummy cakes. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes I don't have to bake my cake because my, my relationships, my family love me or my friends are giving me love and attention, what, whatever it is, or listening or whatever. But when that's not available, I don't have to like freak out and try to control them because all I got to do is just remember I know how to bake too. I love it. You know? Bake your own cake. And what if my cake's even better? And you guys are just bringing the frosting. And sometimes I don't even need the frosting because cake, sometimes cake is yummy without the frosting. Yeah. Right? It's like... But all we know is if you're baking your own cake or you're doing little things to bake maybe cupcakes because they're giving you a lot at a certain moment in time. Like, as long as you're working on that relationship with yourself and making sure you know that you can give your own self-love and you can be your own safe place, it makes everything so much better. And you know what? It's when you are that for yourself, then you're safe for the other people in your life. Mm -hmm. Because then when they're struggling, you're like, here, I have some cake. Then I don't need you to bring me cake. I'll give you cake today. Anyway. We I can talk it. about cake and cake and cake. We love if you cake. Want to. We love of cake. cake. Speaking of cake, we're having some cake tonight. Today's Annika's birthday. It's my birthday. We're having lemon blueberry cake. <laughs> anyway, so that's my suggestions for being a safe place for yourself. It really is the key to most coaching issues. Truly. Well, thank you for sharing, and thanks, guys, for listening. Um, we love you guys. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. IDK. Let's ask my mom. We're always open to suggestions and new topic and ideas to share on this podcast. And we hope you guys have a good rest of your day.